Oh, I always make the gravy, and I do make great gravy. Um, <laughs> I'm not a big cook guy, and uh, <clears throat> haven't been, but uh, I've made the gravy for decades. There's Mike Leach. Never been a big cook guy, uh, but he does make good gravy. <laughs> Man. Instant instant gravy, I'm sure. Yeah. Pour the packet in the bowl, just mix her up, and bam, there you go. Easy enough. Jeez, unbelievable. Uh, I'm looking forward to it, though. Thanksgiving's going to be awesome. Um, sit back, relax a little bit, watch some football. It's going to be good. What about that Friday game? I keep forgetting about it. Oh, fr- no, fr- that's what I'm saying. Friday yeah, is one of my more it. favorite days to do radio because Texas has kind of gotten into a little tradition where they play. I think they've always played the day after Thanksgiving. They used to play A&M, but it was at night. And maybe sometimes they even played on Thanksgiving night. But recently they've been playing at 11 a.m. on the Friday after Thanksgiving. What do you think about that game against Baylor? Uh, Texas is a pretty handy favorite, eight and a half. Quinn Ewers is still not playing well, even though Texas, you know, started to figure it out last week. Right. Um, I think it's probably going to be a close Texas win. I really expected Baylor, after they left Norman, to start playing some really good ball, and that has not happened. They played well against TCU, just didn't close it out. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah, they, they lost big to Kansas State and couldn't close out the TCU game. And this one's in Austin, right? So yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, hard to say with Texas. Texas has been win one, lose one pretty much um, for a while now. Leave the top 25, come back in the top 25. Leave the top 25, come back in the top 25. They're back yeah. in it at 23 this week. Seven and four football team. Um, I could very easily see them losing to Baylor or or winning. I, you know, I do think that it's going to be way more difficult for Texas to run the ball against Baylor uh, as successfully as they did against Kansas, obviously. so. And we saw what their offense looked like against TCU couldn't when they couldn't run the all. football, man. Couldn't move it at when all. When yours was bad, they could not move the ball. The only touchdown they scored was a defensive score that right. Max Duggan basically gave gave them. Yeah. So, no, I, I expect it to be a tight, low-scoring game. Yep. I, I, guess I, I guess I'd lean Texas, but I, I don't have them covering the eight and a half. Hmm. Be nice to see Baylor pull that one off, though, wouldn't it? Uh, I mean, it, I don't really care if Baylor wins. It would be nice to see Texas fall to seven and five on the year. I, that's the one I can get behind. Yeah. Let's see, I yeah. need Baylor to win this weekend. I need Notre Dame to win this weekend, and I need LSU to win this weekend. What's the Notre Dame spread? I think it's like five, five and a half. Ooh. Yeah. Upset. Uh, USC territory. minus five and a half is the line. Okay. OU minus two currently, 630 on FS1. Here's the thing about the Notre Dame game. I, I think it's going to be lower scoring, but the discrepancy at quarterback is just too much for me. I think Caleb Williams is probably going to be able to make enough plays He's with really those skill good, guys uh, to get the win, but. Notre Dame's definitely going to make things difficult. It's a different style of football than than they've played against anyone this year, and um, we'll see. I uh, I don't think that there's another player in college football that matters more to their team than Caleb Williams does to USC. 
If USC doesn't have Caleb Williams, they're not in the playoff conversation right now, and we're having a much different conversation about those guys at this point in the year. I mean, he really is that good. And I wondered if I, – I, I definitely questioned it. I was wrong on that. I thought, though, after an offseason filled with NIL opportunities – like, was he going to be truly focused on taking that next step as a quarterback? And it looks like he's taking that next step as a quarterback. He's, he's special, man. Yeah. He really is. Cannot deny that. Now, I expect Georgia to win out and win the Southeastern Conference Championship. I expect Ohio State to win out and win the Big Ten Championship. I expect TCU to win and then lose to KSU in the Big 12 Championship. Buddy, okay. That is kind of the end of what I have a strong feeling about. I think USC's probably going to beat Notre Dame, and I would favor Oregon to beat them in the Pac-12 Championship. I think Oregon could get uh, get beat this weekend in Corvallis. By I think Oregon that's going to be a really tough yes, game. It will. Oregon State's not bad, man. And Bo Nix is is banged up. So, I I I honestly I don't know. I think Clemson is probably they're probably going to win out, but I don't know. I they're not so strong that I I wouldn't. I wouldn't give South Carolina a chance. There's just not um, – yeah, yeah. I mean, South Carolina's playing good ball right now. Yeah. So, yeah, South and Carolina's just – they playing North Carolina they're, in They're the playing North Carolina, which Clemson just hasn't had an opportunity to really flex this year against a good team. Right. In fact, the best team that they played is Notre Dame, and they got destroyed. So, right. I, I just – I know that there might be some existing scenarios where Clemson gets in the playoff. I'm not buying it. I agree with you. I think Georgia wins out. I agree with you. I think Ohio State wins out. I think Iowa, or Ohio State has been stewing on this loss for about a year, and they're about to show up and play real well on Saturday. Yeah. Real well on Saturday against Michigan. Plus, Blake Corum got hurt last week against Illinois, right? Correct. And it's not 100% that he's going to – I'm sure he's going to play. He's going to play, but what, well, you, what be you 100%. Get? I really like Ohio State in that game. I think, I think TCU is going to win out. Okay. Yeah, I really do. I think that they're going to beat Iowa State at home. I think they'll beat K-State. So I've got Georgia, Ohio State, TCU. And for the last team that gets in, God, I don't think that USC is going to win out. So who would that put in in their place? It'd be LSU's out. Michigan, Clemson. That's about it. Those yeah. are really your only two Golly. options. LSU would be out at that point. Um, who else would be out at that point that I'm just thinking? Well, USC? Yeah, USC would be out at that point. Wow. So you'd have uh, Michigan, one loss Michigan, and one loss Clemson, if Clemson wins out. But, you know, South Carolina, then North Carolina, I, I, don't, I wouldn't say there's a high probability that Clemson wins out. I don't think they're that good. I don't think they are either. So I, <laughs> who knows what you're left with? I, I Seriously, I think a one loss Michigan could uh, potentially get in over a one loss Clemson even though Clemson is a conference champ. I don't know how much they're going to weigh uh, – how much how heavily they're going to weigh an ACC champ. Well, here's the thing. If Clemson loses, if USC loses, and LSU loses, then Alabama's right back 
And I was going to bring them up. In like, the surely not. They would be the next because everyone's yeah. going to have two losses. Yeah, they, they'd have two losses. Now, the argument on them is, well, they were both on the road and they were the last game of the year. Come on. But, God, you can't put Alabama in. Not saying that they won't, but you can't put Alabama in. Seriously? Oregon, then? Oregon as a, a two-loss team, potentially. Sure. Okay. Yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing that. Um, fascinating to see what would happen if – like, because – you know, there's still a chance we have chaos. chaos. Oh, I, oh, but I, I, I'm predicting that I think that there will be chaos. Yep. Text line, here's my playoff prediction. TCU will most likely lose to Kansas State. LSU beats Georgia. Whoa. Clemson will lose to North Carolina. And Oregon will beat USC. Four playoff, I predict, will be Ohio State, Georgia, Michigan, and LSU. Wow. That is a crazy scenario. LSU beating Georgia, Clemson losing. TCU losing to K-State. Yeah. Wild. I don't know, but it's fun. And the 12-team playoff, as it stands right now, um, would be awesome. Be really cool. Um, I thought I saw earlier today, Bama would go to Tennessee, maybe. Tulane would go to Michigan, I think is what it was. I can't recall all of them, but there were some pretty good matchups in there. Yeah. Tulane State would go to LSU, maybe. I feel like, does Tulane have a big game this week? Who are they playing? Tulane has a big game on, uh, no, it wasn't Tulane. Tulane's, Cincinnati. Yeah, they're at Cincinnati Friday at 11 a.m. Yeah, that will be, that'll be a nice game. And, um, you know, I, they would be, I think, a worthy 12-team playoff team this year. Their defense is really, really good, but, you know, I, it's it's not one that you would just love because they're so far back. Um, they're at nineteen right now, nine and two, but um, good football team. Everyone else is like twelve teams would be awesome. Text line: I don't care who gets the last spot in the playoffs, just please not Alabama. Amen, man. They they just don't. It would be completely. It would be totally embarrassing if the committee puts in Alabama this year because not only are they a two loss team that didn't even win their own division. They're a two-loss team that, at how many points this year, Teddy, have they looked like a good team? A&M, who is the most disappointing team in college football this year, was throwing in the end zone with under 30 seconds left to beat Alabama on the road. Right. So even their wins have looked bad. They, they sh- probably shouldn't have beat Texas. They got lucky to beat A&M. Same there's thing. Just, Ole Miss was thrown into the end Ole zone Miss, too, right? Ole Miss, yeah, was up early in that game. Arkansas, like that, there's just... There's no reason that Alabama – there's really no reason Alabama should even be in the picture at this point or ranked as high as they are. The well, only reason Alabama's in their spot is because, well, they're Alabama. That's it. Well, but they do have one, two, three top 25 wins. Their two losses were really tight on the road to top 10 teams. Uh, there's The reason they're there is not – I don't know that it's because of any real bias. I think it's because there's lack of better options for two lost teams. I, as a two lost team, I guess you could put maybe Oregon ahead of them, or I don't know. It's um, you can't do Tennessee because Tennessee lost to. I just think they're really flawed, and we've, we've seen it not just in their losses, but in some of their wins. Man, sure, they just haven't looked really dominant at any point this year. Let's get the playoff and just let Georgia play the Michigan-Ohio State winner. That's all we need to see, says Peyton. I say we skip the 14 playoff and do the 12-team playoff. I, this is, I, I, 
right now Georgia feels like it, it really feels like it should be Georgia Ohio State, but Ohio State is they're ranked number two. They're eleven and zero, and I feel like I haven't even seen them do anything this year. It's been such a boring year for them. They played Notre Dame right out of the gate. It was a nice win, and then I at Penn State it was a nice win for them. But it's like they've played Northwestern, Indiana, and Maryland the last three weeks. Like the entire month of November. They're playing some of the worst teams in Power Five. Well, the Big Ten, like it's cool that Michigan and Ohio State are playing undefeated game. Like the rest of the Big Ten is pretty bad this year. Penn yeah. State's okay, you know, but outside that, um, Wisconsin is really down. Iowa has just been everyone's been making fun of them this year for their offense, and I realize those teams are in other divisions, but it's been an extremely top-heavy Big Ten this year. Right, extremely top-heavy. No difference with us last year with Caleb. We probably would have lost six games. Without Caleb? Uh, yeah, without Caleb is what they're saying. Oh, That's what I'm saying. Uh, USC would be a drastically different team without him this year. They're saying, well, yeah, that's the same well, thing with OU a year ago. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, he um, – we were bad in a lot of games, and we would have lost those games outside of a couple of like, just – I. Like lucky type of plays, like the run against Iowa State, the um, the, the play, play against Kansas. Kansas, obviously. I mean, just the Texas game, you know, um, which you know that wasn't as much luck, but you know he had the wrong long run against Texas, and then the drop snap touchdown pass. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. Last year could have been. It wouldn't have taken much for last year to be wildly different. Peyton says, Oregon lost by 40 to Georgia. Doesn't sound like he loves yeah, Oregon being the conversation. But give me a break, though. That was like the first day of September. You know? First game with the new staff. I mean, they're right. basically playing on the road at Georgia. Hey, there's some times this year where I've watched Alabama and thought, geez, Georgia would run them too if they were to play. Yeah. Yeah, I I'm not I don't hold that game against Oregon like a lot of people do. I mean, it's it's been a lifetime ago. But it did happen. So you do have to say, you know, you can't just totally ignore it. Like I don't think Oregon would beat Georgia, but I think they're you know, they're just as worthy as all of those other fringe teams right now. I can't I, I can't believe it just looks like that Georgia's gonna win. Well, you got a long way to go. Long way to go. Yeah. Do not crown them. But Georgia is the favorite to win the national championship this year. Georgia um winning back to back titles and how hard that is and the kind of perennial shortcomings that they've had over the years. Man. That um Georgia figuring it out is I don't know. It's it hasn't necessarily affected OU, but it's I don't know. It's not fun to see Georgia of all teams finally figuring it out. You want to crown them, then crown their ass. I, hey, they still got a long way to go. I definitely think Ohio State could beat them. You know, was that part of the Denny Green? Yeah, after they uh, <laughs> lost to the Bears on Thursday Night Football, right? Yeah, I, rem- I still remember Head watching coach that of the game. Cardinals. I think that was right when I started radio, twenty twelve. No, it was way before that. I was in high school. No. He when he was the was head it? coach of the Cardinals, yeah, that was way before. Okay. All right. 
still funny, hilarious. That, that's just the first yeah, time. Yeah, that yeah, you saw yeah. That you're right. Clip. Yes, yes, yes. That is that was way before. I think the uh, did the Bears go to the Super Bowl that year? Maybe 05? or maybe it was the year after no, the not Super 05. Bowl. Um, they went no six, maybe six. Yeah. Yeah, I think it, yeah, I think it was the year after. That's funny. So a random uh, Denny Green reference, which is not as random as the Trey DiCarlo reference that I brought up <laughs> during Locked In today. Trey Di- what was the Trey DiCarlo reference? That he hopped out of a car and won the starting kicking job <laughs> one offseason. Do you, do you remember that? I remember him winning the starting kicking job. I don't remember him hopping out of a car. Was that like the – I believe that was the story. Like may- Maybe there was um, – tryouts for kicker that yeah. offseason and he just you know showed up kicked well and he was a starter for a couple of years nice left-footed kicker right uh is that right I yeah i think so, think so. <laughs> nice all right uh let's hit a quick break more from the rush coming up keep hitting the text on 651-3439 we'll be back bringing you the physical relentless suffocating coverage of the sooners you deserve this is the ref the home of sooner fans my name is D, and I dream big. I need a good job to get what I want, so I signed up for DRS Transition. Are you a teen with a disability? Get free career counseling. Work experience. And a paycheck. DRS Transition helped us get ready for life. Dream big. Dream big. Contact Oklahoma Department of Rehabilitation Services, 800-487-4042, or okdrs.gov. The Landers Tire Event starts right now at Landers Auto Group. Buy four tires, get free lifetime tire rotations, a $100 Landers gift card, and more. Come in now for the Landers Tire Event at Landers Auto Group. See dealer for details. The Landers Tire Event starts right now at Landers Auto Group. Buy four tires, get free lifetime tire rotations, a $100 Landers gift card, and more. Come in now for the Landers Tire Event at Landers Auto Group. See dealer for details. Hi, I'm Trevor Turner with RK Black. RK Black is the leading provider of copier, fax, printer, scanner, document management, and information technology solutions to small and medium-sized organizations in and around Oklahoma. When you think of a big league company, think RK Black. RK Black is the official provider of the Oklahoma City Thunder with Sharp. Let RK Black and Sharp become your official service provider for your office needs. Visit us online at rkblack.com or call 943-9800. Ready to tackle the housing market? With over 40 floor plans to choose from, you can't lose with Home Creations. Give Holly a call at 405-364-9999 to get started on your new home search. Home Creations. Live like a champion today. Home Creations. Our friendly voices on the phone. At 364-9999. Home Creations. The family's all here, the table is almost set, and wait. Your nephew decides it would be funny to flush the entire turkey down the toilet. Looks like a job for the experts at Norman Heating, Air Conditioning, and Plumbing. No plumbing problem is too big for our highly trained team of technicians. With our 100% satisfaction guarantee, we'll get your holiday back on track. So give us a call or visit us online at normanair.com. That's normanair.com. The heating, air conditioning, and plumbing company you can count on. The new and improved mobile app and online banking platform is now available at OU Federal Credit Union. 
Register for access by clicking New to Online Banking at OUFCU.com or the OUFCU mobile app. Experience enhanced features such as email and text message alerts, single sign-on functionality for all features, internal and external transfers, and more. That's all from OU Federal Credit Union, 2000 West Lindsay, OUFCU.com, or call 405-325-2211 today. Swing into Autumn at the Falls. We have units available now just in time to get settled before it gets chilly. Have a great workout indoors at our 24-hour fitness studio or enjoy the fall weather at one of our two dog parks. The Falls offers luxurious two and three bedroom apartments with in-unit laundry hookups, stainless steel appliances, huge walk-in closets, and more. Call our locally owned and operated community at 405-701-8233 or go online today at thefallsatbrookhaven.com to schedule your free tour. Serving in Vietnam, a grenade took my ability to see. I'm Michael Naranjo, and I'm a veteran. Today, I'm a sculptor. My fingers are my eyes. DAV helps veterans like Michael get the benefits they've earned. They help more than a million veterans every year. With DAV, more veterans can shape their lives into a thing of beauty. My victory is bringing beauty into the world. Support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. You know, I think they're great examples of, of what you want it to look like. They're all playing their best football, too. And it's amazing how that works. But if you stay committed, you know, this is a developmental game. The more you play, the better you get. Uh, the law of the bamboo, it may not happen those first few years, but you just keep uh, plugging away and um, cultivating. And next thing you know, they man, come out of nowhere and uh, have this monstrous uh, last you know, year or so of their career. Uh, and so, but those guys, from a leadership standpoint, examples of people that you can point to, of the success that they're having uh, in the moment and, and enjoying it, even though, uh, believe it or not, you know, you know, we just won our sixth game, all right, so we're not having this amazing season from a, a win-loss uh, perspective, but they're having the time of their life. And Deshaun will tell you that he's never been closer to a group of people. Final hour of The Rush, taking you into the Thanksgiving holiday. Still time for you to interact with the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line, 405-651-3439. There's Brent Venables talking a little bit more about his uh, seniors, and hopefully some of those guys will be back. Deshaun White will not be one of them. I don't think he can come back, right? But he's had a great year. would be nice if you could get uh, Deshaun White back at Cheetah. Unfortunately, that's not going to be the case. Nope, I don't think it's going to be the case. But if I were to make a list or create a list of three players who have grown significantly since game one, yeah, he, um, Eric Gray would be on that list. Mm-hmm. Anton Harrison might be on that list. Billy Bowman it would be in consideration. But I think Deshaun White would be one of my three. Yeah. Yeah, he's made some, uh, he's made some really nice plays. Um, he hadn't been perfect out there. Nobody has, but he's done some really nice things. And, um, I mean, that's going to be one of the positions that, you know, we're going to have to have some big gains made. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, Kanick is obviously the guy that you, you, you hope makes the big leaps and, uh, grows into that spot, take over there. Um, I think his, 
His ceiling obviously is incredibly high. So, I mean, that's the that's the guy, but, you know, he's got a long way to go, but I think he's he's probably the most likely player there and he can be a he can be an elite elite defender in the Big 12 at that position for sure. Yeah. Put out a question today on our Twitter page. Um, <laughs> which former OU coach or player would you trust the most to cook your Thanksgiving turkey? We're all in the uh, Thanksgiving mood now. It's right around 5.30. Everyone's going to be off tomorrow. Maybe some people are off today. Let's have some fun, right? I photoshopped a picture of Barry Bygod Switzer holding a cooked turkey. Yeah. Here's some of the responses. Victor says Bob Stoops is who he would trust the most to cook his Thanksgiving turkey. I don't feel like Bob's a big cook. No. No. Now, you don't necessarily have to be a big cook in order to be trusted to cook a Thanksgiving dinner. I mean, a lot of it, I mean, there's definitely some feel to it and experience, but for the most part, Thanksgiving dinner can be made by following some simple instructions. Sure. DeMarco Murray gets a vote. Yeah. Is he a, is he a chef? I don't know, but I do like that vote. Why do you like that vote? I think I think DeMar- DeMarco Murray can be trusted to do pretty much anything. Creed Humphrey is on the list. Mm, yeah. He's an offensive lineman, surely he knows how to cook a turkey. You, you know, know my yeah, but you know my bias against offensive you hate linemen them. is they're they're just they're just kind of sloppy and nasty. Like it's not they wouldn't th- remove the giblets, that's for sure. It's not that I don't think he would make a good meal. I think he probably would. It's just, would it be sanitary? I just, there would be giblets still inside. Yeah. And um, they would be eating the neck, for sure, mm. of the turkey. Yeah. K.J. Kindler would be my choice, says Jim. The way she pulls yeah. together amazing athletes from all over the country and choreographs spectacular routines tailored to make the most of their individual talents and capabilities seems like just the thing you would want from a chef. That is an amazing, well-thought-out answer, Jim Cobbs. Very, very well done. Uh, I was going th- to say thanks for texting the uh, text line, KJ. Yeah, right. Well, this is on Twitter, but <laughs> oh, okay. yeah. Jim Cobbs is her burner account is what it seems nice. like. Uh, JP says, duh, Daryl Ray, hashtag Ray's Barbecue, oh, which is a, the name nah, that I initially thought of. That's good. That is, that's a good, I almost would uh, disqualify that as an answer. And you know the sides are going to be uh, really good. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Mark Mangino says uh, Ruben Robles, Rufus Alexander gets a vote, okay. Gerald McCoy gets on the vote, Yeah, Coach Barry Switzer. Why? Sure. He's a great person who and pays attention to detail and knows about cooking and good dining. For example, we both live in Norman, where I have seen him at a gourmet cooking store making purchases at an excellent restaurant and he's my NCAA slash NFL hero. There you go. Oh, hell, who burnt the rolls in here? We can hear him tomorrow. <laughs> Do you have any Thanksgiving Day duties when it comes to food? Yeah, drive all over the state tomorrow is my that's okay. my Thanksgiving duties. Yeah, that's lame. You're going to miss the football. Verdon to Chickasha to Edmonds and back to Oklahoma City. Edmond, huh? Yeah, I'll be, I'll be covering it all tomorrow. Wow. Don't worry. Trying to hobnob with the uh, the rich and famous. Trying to, yeah, yeah, trying to. I'll have some nice uh, red wine, I'm sure, tomorrow night at the Edmund Thanksgiving. Very Howard nice. Schnellenberger 
That'd be some beer battered uh, turkey right there. How about that? that? You'd have a blood alcohol content twice the legal limit if you're drinking uh, Howard's or you're eating Howard's turkey. Uh, yeah. No quarterbacks. No Sam, no. Sam Bradford. I, I'm seeing like D.D. Westbrook, which he's got the food truck around here in town, okay, yeah, which that's makes a sense. Good one. Anyone but uh, TBOW, Mule Shoe. You know, now that you look back on it, because we heard that audio clip earlier this week, right? Like, you know, I let my emotions get out of uh, out of control, and I did some things that were uncharacteristic, and I'm sure both sides could say the same thing. I am no way excusing anything that he ever did. There's really not even a but here. It's like, golly, we drugged the man for tweeting out a picture of his brisket, though. <laughs> it did look really dry. That's true. But that's what you get with being the head coach at OU. Like, you can tweet out a picture of the meal you just made, and it's not necessarily safe from uh, – from being made fun of. Um, well, I want to go back to the the audio of, of former University of Oklahoma head football coach Lincoln Riley, and like, you just you just went to the quote like I probably let my emotions like what did he what did he say or or do emotion wise? Yeah, let's hear it again. So you're asking, like, what he did? Yeah, when his, what's he referencing with that? Uh, probably, hey, Roy Manning, um, go start <laughs> recruiting for us, even though that you're still on the staff over there. Hey, let me go to the state of California on OU's dime and start recruiting players for USC. Well, I can think of some few Yeah, things. but that's – okay, I understand those things, but he didn't reference those. He referenced, like, he let his emotions get the best of him. Like, that would mean, like – you said something back or you know what I'm like I don't I don't know that I don't know what that necessarily well, maybe he means. said something privately to you know the brass over there yeah I, I, I've never heard that to be honest with you and I've heard a lot of things about that whole situation but I've never heard that what all have you heard about it um well if you want to go there we yeah. can I have heard that he was given a contract extension earlier that week and verbally accepted it from the university of oklahoma yeah verbally i I haven't been able to confirm that i don't know if you can confirm that but i have heard that from a few different people yeah have you heard the same i don't remember i don't think so maybe i have i honestly don't know if i heard that or not verbally accepted it huh Weird. He had a lot going on then between the um, uh, the Southern Cal stuff, the Louisiana State stuff, and apparently Oklahoma stuff. It was a gaslight apology, says the text line. Um, greed is an emotion. Here's another one that says emotion <laughs> with about $9 signs. This one says blank mule shoe. Well, I don't know. I almost feel like it's just like a – like it's just like a a 
a phrase that you grab out of the air whenever you're like trying to apologize for something, you know, like you just, yeah, I let my emotions get the best of me. And I'm just like, well, what? I don't know. I don't know that there was there an emotional response to something that went down that just feels like a, a well, you want to get back to the former coaches and athletes. You want to coach your Turkey. That's a lot more fun. It's a lot more fun. Patty yeah. Gasso. I want my Turkey and fixings. Made with a championship mindset. She'll there you rec- go. She'll recruit the top-ranked turkey in the country. It's true. Which t- the Probably the, out of the state of Nebraska somewhere. Turkey does matter. The turkey does matter. Where you buy it, where you get it. There's different grades of turkey, obviously. I like that. Any, uh, Gotta be else? Mangino cooking for Thanksgiving. You got the text line right in front of you. You can read some if you, if you want. Uh, Sean says, Happy Thanksgiving. Long live the rush. I vote Tim Kish as my cook. He has to be good at something. Recruiting and coaching weren't it. Dang. <laughs> Tim Kish not safe years later. Uh, Chase in Orange County, I'd say anybody but Mule Shoe Cooking. Burley Boomer, want to wish you both a very happy Thanksgiving. I'm thankful for you guys and the rush. How about that? Love you, man. That's nice. Appreciate that. Happy Thanksgiving to you as well. You know Ted Roof knows his way around a grill and a smoker. Probably so. You know, the problem is coaches, a lot of, there's not a lot of opportunity to cook, you know? Maybe in the offseason. Maybe some guys get into it in the offseason. Hmm. He basically called his former players pieces of you-know-what and couldn't win it all with them. That's yeah, he, true. He said some things, um, you know, he Never at had best the- had the third – you know, best roster in the college football playoff, like, get out of here. Which, it's still funny, who's got the higher-ranked class right now? OU by a mo- wide margin. OU's at number seven, and I think about to move up. USC's back at, like, 13. Right. I was led to believe that he was going to get every single highly-rated recruit on the West Coast, and that has not happened. What's been the holdup? Uh, I have, I don't know. They haven't been winning curtain battles against the likes of Oregon and some others. But they're, they're winning football games. I mean, that should matter, right? Well, they still can't recruit defensive guys outside of Tackett Curtis, who's pretty good. Yeah. It's hard to have a top three class when you're only recruiting at an elite level on one side of the ball. You now, know? There was, a, there was a period in time where you were adamant that he was going to lose the, uh, the Malachi Nelson kid at quarterback and – like the Makai Lemon or, yep. or the Branch Kid, you still feel like that could happen? Uh, you know, A&M turning in a uh, four-win season has kind of ruined that one. Yeah. And then Jimbo being made fun of by everyone. Yeah, that took a turn for the worst. Yeah. Yep. Um, probably going to keep stacking some uh, some offensive players there. Gabe Burkich and General Booty as cooks would be a lot of fun, says Patrick. Burkich? Uh, Booty? What about Gabriel? Uh, well, <laughs> no, I'm not going to get in on those jokes. I'll let the text line handle that. Okay. A few more here. Um, Baker in all caps. Okay. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Switzer, if he can't cook it, he'll recruit someone who can. Good point. And there's no, uh, no better, um, beverage to go with Thanksgiving dinner than Pearl. Oh, hell, get your Pearl while I cook that damn turkey in there. <laughs> <laughs> Teddy Lehman, just so he can annoy my old lady with his mispronunciation of certain words. Happy Thanksgiving, guys. I don't know that I mispronounce anything. I just offer an alternative pronunciation. 
which that's pretty much every word uh, spoken by Oklahomans. So we could calm down on that. Long Kruger turkey. Nice, Sooner Ryan. That's good. That's really good. I, You know what? I bet Thanksgiving dinner at Long Kruger's house is like the most classic. There's class. There's Beethoven playing in the background. Just yeah, yeah. just absolute like top notch. Done Can- perfectly. There's a great chandelier above. Yeah. Everyone's dressed in just their Sunday best, and it's time for Lon to say what he's most thankful for, and he says. Uh, proud of the side dishes. Proud of the side dishes. <laughs> I uh, thought the corn, uh, not, not creamy, uh, just creamy enough, though. Uh, not the turkey, uh, not dry, but uh, just perfect there. Uh, green bean casserole, can't have one without that. And the uh, the rolls look like butts. Uh, love the rolls. <laughs> yeah, I, I think the most, like, everyone's going to have, like, sweater vests and the most controversial conversation uh, at the dinner table is going to be about the weather. <laughs> no, just, po- no politics at that Thanksgiving. Oh, I, I'm drawing a blank. What are the old? Um, oh gosh, they used to be like the magazine covers. The old uh, art. What was the artist that made like the perfect American? Oh, you're not talking about Norman Rockwell, are you? Yes, that's thanks. This year was awesome, though. This game this year was awesome, but they haven't played in quite some time. Okay, whatever. Bedlam's number eleven. Hmm. Like, what are we basing it off of? Um, How good the game is, or like it just says here are the top rivalries in college football. It's been good. It's been good over the last decade plus. There are a lot of ways that a rivalry in college football can be judged: history, tradition, national impact, competitive balance, and fan engagement. All matter. Each of those things come into consideration when compiling these rankings, and all listed um, in in these certain box. Okay. All right. So everything. Okay. Pitt, West Virginia at 12, which makes it even worse. Okay. Oklahoma, Oklahoma State at 11. You're looking at recent rivalry. Yeah. But it has been good the past decade, for sure. Uh, USC, UCLA is at 10. Hard to know. Like, I don't know a whole lot of, like, I don't, it's hard to imagine the competitive balance over the history has been great. Figure it's probably massively one sided to the University of Southern Cal. But, I, I think the the real thing that's probably lacking there is like how heated it is between yes. the fan bases. Yes, you just don't you don't have that there. Right. Uh, Clemson, South Carolina is at nine again. Just mm, okay. Eight B is Florida State, Florida. Now we're starting to get into something. Okay. And eight A is Florida State, Miami. How, okay. Hang on a second. That is weird. That it's eight B and eight A. I hate when they do stuff like that. At eight, like you. Oh man, that's like bump West Virginia Pitt to like honorable mention or something. You shouldn't have like it. You couldn't decide between eight A and eight B. Stupid. Seven is Ole Miss and Mississippi State, the Egg Bowl. Yes. They're seemingly always fighting for last in the SEC West. That makes it entertaining. Six is Georgia, Florida. Yeah. Five is SC, Notre Dame. That's See, that's better than Southern Cal and the University of Cal, Los Angeles. Four is OU, Texas. Yeah, it's top five. Three is Army, Navy. Tough to hate on that one. Tough to hate on it. Two is Auburn and Alabama. The Iron Bowl. Oh, I think there's a lot of hatred there, and 
at times it's competitive. One is Michigan-Ohio State. I don't know why I get so defensive on these rankings. Like, why isn't OU Texas top two? It's got the scene. Well, once Florida and Georgia go to a home-and-home, then OU Texas will be the most unique rivalry in all of college football. Yeah. There's not there's not another neutral site rivalry like that. Um, not with big time Power Five programs. What about Arkansas and Tech? Don't they play neutral site? No, uh, Tech and uh, huh? Who plays Tech? Arkansas and A and M have played at Jerry World. Who's Tech play at Jerry's World? They used to play Baylor. They don't anymore. Yeah, I was going to say that that's a great that's, rivalry. That's, yeah, neutral site yeah, rivalry. <laughs> they tried to play uh, at the Cotton Bowl like OU Texas. This is like twelve years ago. And when you're used to seeing the Cotton Bowl one time a year, it's, well, you know the scene. Red on one side, orange on the other. And Baylor and Tech play there like two weeks later, and it was just an empty stadium (laughs) with some fans in black and some fans in green. It was like the most pathetic thing ever. (laughs) When you're used to seeing that stadium just so colorful and awesome, this awesome scene, and these two little punk schools go play in it and there's nobody there. And like the fair's not there. Yes, Which that place is... It is it? It's a total different look whenever the fair's not going on there. It do, it doesn't even. It feels totally different. You drive right up to the stadium and park. It's odd. Michigan, Strange. Ohio State. Is it overrated or rated just right? At number one, it's probably rated just right. I hate saying that, but I, can you put Oklahoma, Texas there? I think you can. Um, I think an important factor is when the hate exists outside of just the other university. The hate legitimately exists for the other state. Yeah, Michigan that's true. Michigan hates Ohio. Ohio State or Ohio hates Michigan. Oklahomans hate Texas, and I think Texans, though they'll never admit it, hate Oklahoma. That's what you're really rooting for in a big time rivalry. Yeah, when you hate completely hate the other state. Yeah, I guess it's probably it's it's right there. And there's been plenty of times where obviously that that game has been pivotal for the national championship. Um I mean, ratings-wise, eyeballs, attendance. Yeah, okay. OU Texas is about to get really good again. You think? Not because I think Texas is going to get really good again but because Arch Manning is about to be in Austin. And that's going to create storylines galore. Yeah, I, I think OU Texas is about to get um, a nice little bump. Plus, being in the SEC is going to boost its profile as well. Right. Yeah, the SEC will all of a sudden, it's gone from uh, an overrated game to now the, it's, it'll be an SEC game as – the greatest tradition in yeah. college football. It's four today. It'll be one in three years <laughs> because it's an SEC rivalry. Uh, brilliant. Which, what's the latest on the uh, when we're going to the Southeastern Conference? It's the hardest information to come by, man. The only stuff you hear is not from anyone associated with the football team. It's the you know track and field team or the soccer team. And that's, that's kind of where you have to – I don't know. I, I feel like they're going to be in the Big 12 next year, but is there a chance I think anything that, could happen. that we would transition other sports to the SEC before football? I don't feel like that would be the case. I don't either. I, I don't think we've seen that before, have we? 
where the football team waits an extra year or two and the other schools are already I don't I don't feel like that's I don't know. I have no idea. Probably not. So we'll see, I guess. Still still in a holding pattern. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. We will wrap up the day next. Stay tuned. This is your home for Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. The Landers Tire Event starts right now at Landers Auto Group. Buy four tires, get free lifetime tire rotations, a 